Hi and welcome along to this week's Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. Now, I don't know what happened to the spring, um, early summer. Where's it gone? I don't know. All I do know is it is so cold this week. Um, I was out fishing the other day, freezing, but we will not be deterred. We will not let it bother us. We shall carry on fishing. And talking of which, um, on this week's edition of the Rodcast, we're going to be talking rays, the ray revolution. How to catch those thornback rays off of our beaches and coasts around the UK. And they are a prehistoric looking beast that can give you one hell of a fight, but they're great fun to fish for. I'll be talking to you about what tackle to use, what rigs to use, and where to find these prehistoric looking beasts. That's in our species section. Also coming up on today's broadcast, I have seen the light. I have found a light for fishing which is really quite illuminating, to say the very least. A very bright little light which runs on batteries and you can even charge your phone on it. That's all coming up in our Tackle on Test feature. So, welcome along, one and all, to the Rodcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's that time of day on the Rodcast, which I look forward to so much, and that is me out fishing, testing some tackle. Now, um, I've had quite a lot come in this week. I'm totally overwhelmed in a way. Um, we get lots of bits and bobs in, but uh, today uh, we had a very, very expensive rod in, a uh, beach caster rod, which I, I'm going to keep quiet about. Um, but it's the sort of rod that uh, even the tackle shops offer finance on. It's that big and it's that special. <laughs> um, that's going to be next week's tackle on test, possibly. But this week, I got to thinking these lovely summer nights when they turn up, everybody, when they go night fishing, especially if we're going to go hunting for thornback ray or nighttime bass, um, like we spoke about earlier on, um, if we're going to go out at night, we need a really good light. Now, I'm a bit old school, it has to be said. And I've always had Tilly lamps or, you know, the paraffin lamps, the Coleman dual, dual fuel lamps and that sort of thing. Over the last few years, I've gone over to LED lights and battery powered lights and lights that you can recharge. 
To be honest, I haven't found them as good as the Tilly lamps or the Coleman lamps, to be fair. But, um, you know, things move on and we have to uh, move with the times. What I'm looking at today, I've got this in three days ago. Um, it's a cracking little lamp, actually. I took it up the beach and tried it at night. Didn't have great hopes for it because it's a rechargeable, but when I got hold of it, it looked very good actually, very well built, and that is the Fenix, that's F-E-N-I-X, CL30R. Now this lamp has 650 lumens, and it's about the size of, say, the top of your tinny lamp, roughly speaking, about four inches high um, by about three, four inches across, I suppose. So when you first look at it, you think, hmm, is that going to be bright enough? But bright it really is. I'll tell you about that a bit later on. It's very well built, and it's got what we call an ITX waterproof uh, standard. So this light will actually survive underwater for 30 minutes. So in our case, when we're on the beach and we've set up our little camp and the breakers start coming in with the encroaching tide, we've all had it where the wave breaks a bit longer and a bit stronger than they should do, and it comes all over your feet or uh, comes all over your tackle, uh, all over your bait or worse than that all over your light um, which is come on if we admit it it's happened to all of us um, now it wouldn't matter with this because it is absolutely ITX 30 minute waterproof which is pretty good now the Fenix CR30R it gives you 650 lumens at full power that is some power and some light the great thing about it as well is on the bottom of this light it's got a, a thread for a tripod weirdly just like you would have for a camera so you can actually put this on a tripod and raise it up to whatever level you like and it stands up and i also liked it because unbelievably it's got a mini usb slot and a usb charger so you can actually charge your phone and how many times have we been out fishing and we're a bit low on battery charge this with the power it's got when the batteries are fully charged up uh, and running well you can charge your phone on it what else could you want really um now the quality of it is good as i say let's have a look at how bright it was i wanted to give this a proper test so what i did is i took um, an led lamp i quite often use just for evening fishing I usually just have it by my bait, basically, because I use a headlight like a lot of us. So I took that lamp, I took my old-fashioned, my old faithful Tilly 500 up the beach, and I wanted to compare them all. So the first stop for me was to light up my Tilly 500. It was dark, and I just light up the Tilly, and that comforting hiss of the paraffin and the heated top thought, oh, you know, this new light's going to have to go a long way to beat my old Tilly lamp, because I can warm my hands up on this as well but um when i fired up this amazing lamp honestly it put the tilly lamp in the shade quite literally pardon the pun um it absolutely dazzled i could see all the colors in the pebbles i could see along the beach this thing has what they call a, a 360 ratio of 35 meters it is literally like a beacon on the beach it's really really bright now um I was so enthralled by this, I thought, well, it's got four settings, so let's try the realistic, economical settings on this. So, on the side, there's a switch, and you can go to economy, which gives you 10 lumens, and that will burn at 10 lumens for 400 hours, which is really good. Um, so, if you only want 
dim lights maybe um you know when your rods out you got your rod tip light on and you just want it to last on a long session you can just have run it on economy it still gives you a nice light then the next one is low this gives you 50 lumens and 93 hours it'll run for on that and then there's medium which is 100 lumens and that gives you 51 hours then there's high that gives you 50 lumens and 12 hours and then there's turbo yes it's got a setting on it called turbo would you believe and that will burn just for four hours and 30 minutes but you'll go blind by that time <laughs> it is so blooming bright it's fantastic and um, it's lightweight it's built very well and i love the fact that the batteries are easy accessible they just got a screw in top which has got rubber seals around it to keep the water out as i say this thing will survive underwater for 30 minutes now obviously i didn't check that because i didn't want to break the light but i was rather tempted you know to put it in a bucket of water for 20 minutes and bring it out but if it says it on the box and it says it on the guarantee then you know who am i to question that really um there is a really really good better light website that you can look at it's betterlight.com and they are uh, have a nice range of Fenix lights on there and a very good customer service department. There's a, a bit on the website where you can type to somebody and talk to somebody, phone numbers. So it's a nice quality product, which I really like. So many of these places now sell you an LED light or whatever, and they just don't give you much of a guarantee, etc. But this one seems to be the kind of light that would last you for years and years and years. Now, Luckily, I was with a friend, so what I decided to do, I put my Tilly lamp out, didn't even bother lighting up my LED because there wasn't any point, because really, this would just walk all over it. But what I was keen to know is how far can you see this light from? So um, I stood it up, I didn't have a tripod, but I hung it up underneath my rod rest like you do, and I walked away from it, and I walked away, and I walked away, and I walked away. I was, well... I must have been 45 metres away from this thing. And then I went even further to 60 metres away. And I could still see it glowing really brightly on the beach. And my eyes are okay, luckily enough. And I could still see pebbles around it and the, and the details of my rod rest, etc. So, I mean, that was on turbo. But you wouldn't want to run it on turbo, really. I mean, medium at 100 lumens, 51 hours is pretty good. Um... What I like about that adjustable thing is when you're handling a fish or trying to unhook a fish or bait up with some tricky baits, you can whack it right up to turbo and it's like daylight. And then once you bait it up and you've cast out, you can knock that down just to low at 50 lumens and it's a quite a nice comforting light. The only thing is you can't heat up a pie on it like we all have done with the Tilly lamps. But, you know, uh, moving on in today's day and age, the Fenix CL30R is really a good light. Cost-wise, well, it's a little bit questionable whether you would like to spend this much money on a light. But you can get it on sites like Amazon and some internet auction sites for between 75 stroke 80 to 110 pounds so it is a little bit of an investment at say averaging about 90 quid but having said that 
you only really have to charge it at home so if you think about buying a tilly lamp and then keep buying paraffin for it then there's the mantles and they can be temperamental pumping it up and keeping the power and the pressure right in a tilly sometimes they can be a bit problematic even when you service them this thing you just put in your tackle bag put it down on the beach or on your tripod if you wanted to switch the thing on and it's Blackpool Illuminations. So it's a great light to have. I would highly recommend it, actually, and I'm, I'm, I'm pleased I've got this, and I think I can see me having a, a long-term working relationship with my Fenix CL30R. So check it out. Have a look on the websites. Have a look at it for yourself. There's some good videos on it on YouTube about this as well. The Fenix CL30R. It's a great light. Highly recommended. And that is your tackle on test for this week. I hope you go out and buy a nice Phoenix light. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Okay, it's that time of day on the Rodcast where we look at a particular species of fish and how we might be able to help you catch one. Now, in all my life, up until I was about 50, I'd never ever caught a ray. 
I've seen them caught and I've seen pictures of them on boats, etc. Seen pictures in magazines, but I've never actually caught a ray. And it got me to thinking about ray and why people are starting to catch them a little bit more of late, of recent years, certainly. This is mainly because it's an ugly looking fish. It's a bit like a, a dinosaur prehistoric looking fish. Huge flat fish with a long tail. In particular, the thornback ray has spikes, literally thorns all the way down its back. Now, those ugly, spiky fish in our waters tend to survive because no one's really interested in them. So the trawler boats, the fishing boats, although there's a lot of skate wing that can be eaten in posh restaurants, which is uh, basically a raised wing, they're not really that desirable for the uh, eating market or the boat fishing trawler market. And a lot of them get thrown back. So they tend to survive. And that might be why, of late years, we've been catching quite a few more off of the beaches around the UK. I say this purely because, as I say, I'd never caught one until I was fishing a few weeks back up on Denchmarsh Beach here down in Kent, a nighttime fish we did. Primarily I was after um, coddling um, and uh, I was quite surprised when uh, I picked up a ray about 10 inches wide, quite a big fish, quite a big fighter as well. And having never caught one before, I had to take it to a guy I was fishing with say how do you get this off the hook because they have got a very tough mouth not dissimilar to the dogfish it's not a huge mouth the ray have it sits underneath them on the white side of the fish and um, just below their eyes and uh, they they do tend to be quite tough to get off the hook and getting hold of it if you're not experienced with them you can pick up a nasty dig or a spike um, if you try to get hold of this fish in the wrong way um, the way to hold them if you do catch a ray is just on the side of their head with your hand with your thumb and forefinger and that tends to help you hold them still while you unhook them um now they're not a sort of fish that come in quite close to the shore so you really have to be a bit of a caster mostly not in all cases but i will say most of the time with ray the thornback ray you need to be fishing quite a way out and they're not the sort of fish that comes on flat featureless beaches they like they like beaches with gullies groins sandbanks some of them uh, like the sort of little um, outcrops of rocks that you get um, along the beaches like Hastings and some of the beaches up the northwest coast where you get a, a mix of rocks, sand, mud and that's where the, the ray tend to be quite a way out so you need a beach caster and you need a good beach caster, probably about a 14 foot, between 12 and 14 foot. You need to know how to use it and you need to know how to cast and you need to really have a bit of experience on how to get out a little bit further. And that includes clip down rigs, which I'll talk to you about a bit later on. But basically, the ray aren't a fussy eater. Their main diet tends to be sand eels peeler crabs they absolutely love in this time of the year coming into the spring once the weather warms up again that is they tend to love peeler crabs as bait they also love sand eels and you can catch them a bit later on in the year on worm baits and squid they even take little flounders that's one of their favorite fish baby flatfish they can take them and eat them they quite like them but for us fishermen who want to catch them peeler crab sand eels are all good baits to catch them on 
as I say, their mouths aren't that big, um, so you don't really want hooks that are going to be too big. So we'll explain that a little bit further on. Now, there are ways to get out to Ray on some beaches. Some beaches that tend to be quite shallow, like the estuary beaches, and some of the beaches are certainly around the Kent coast, like Camber Sands and Great Stone, Little Stone, some of the ones around uh, up into Essex and Norfolk tend to be very sandy with sandbanks which are good for rays but as they are mainly a nighttime feeding fish do be careful when you're walking out because to get out to the rays if you're not a great caster you can actually wade out if you've got waders on and you get onto your knees just above your knees and get out give you a bit of an advantage in the fact that you've waded out but only do this if there's someone with you don't do it if you don't know the beach it can be dangerous obviously because there are some big holes in some beaches and you might fall in a bit more than you bargained for on some beaches you can wade out just before dark put a good bait on and make Make sure that you've got it out quite away and then just free spool, bail arm off or if you're using a multiplier, walk back, back to the beach where your rods are and then just sit and wait. That way you're out over some deeper water and you can easily uh, just set your rod up and, and sit and wait once darkness falls. Because mainly this fish is a nighttime feeding fish and uh, they're easier to catch. It will catch them at night. Um, now many fishermen and anglers that catch rays know the beach very well. They've examined that at low tide and they know where the gullies are, they know where the sandbars are and that's a good thing. But what you will find is the anglers who know that, who know that information information don't don't want to tell you <laughs> they keep their cards close to their chest and why not indeed um i was talking to somebody about ray fishing who lives in ramsgate margate way down here in kent and he said yeah I'm, i've been catching them but i'm not telling you where i'm catching them from i'm certainly not ta telling you the points and the tide states that i like to fish them um having said that there are rays that do come up on piers only the other day on Folkestone Pier a nice ray came up so they are around it's not impossible to catch them but in the main you need to cast out quite a way so you need a beach caster I would say you need 20 to 25 pound line uh, a good sturdy shock leader because you're going to be throwing those weights out quite away if you possibly can I would say a five to a six ounce breakaway lead or if it's a calmer night do away with the breakaways because sometimes when you're fishing the sort of rigs you need to catch to catch these rays and sometimes the skate can bump into these and they don't like that obviously um, uh, surprisingly um, some do come in close occasionally but not very often to be fair you have to cast out quite a way okay so what tackle do we need to catch these beasts what rigs shall we use well the first thing to remember about this is that you when you're ray fishing you don't really want to have a light trace on they are literally quite strong jawed these fish and they do tend to bite the rig quite hard and you can find that they do snap it off if you're not careful now in most cases rays are caught well past the surf line as I say they're not under your nose so you need a, a rig that you can actually cast out so in general you need to cast more than 100 yards often further actually um, there's one rig in particular which a lot of ray fishermen use it's a single hook rig a mono paternoster and it's 
probably one of the best rigs that you will get for catching the case i use a bit of shock leader as my main trace body um and then i tend to have uh, a clip a weight clip a uh, bait clip right down by the swivel the, the snap link swivel where your lead is and then i tend to have a swivel uh, trapped between two beads cut to a length that i can hook that up on the clip just above the weight so in other words you'd have your main line you'd have a swivel you'd have a snap link swivel which is a good way of doing these rigs on a 50 pound bit of line usually about three foot long about eight inches down i would put a good strong swivel with a bead either side of that so that rotates and i'd crimp that quite close but i'd make sure when i cut the snood length and we're looking at probably 25 pound line here usually abnezer a good bet here but make sure when you cut that length that the hook is nice and tightly hooked when you pull it down on top of the weight where your bait clip is that means that when you cast out everything is nice and streamlined so when you throw your weight out as far as you can then that's going to stay hooked down which means it stays streamlined and which means when it hits the water the impact shield of the bait clip pushes up and that releases your bait these are really the best rigs to use as you know that you're going to be casting in a nice tight line nothing's going to be flapping about in the wind some people fish a two hook rig here if you want to put two baits out it's the same principle really again you'd really want a nice strong trace body about 50 pound and you'd also want again your main line coming off of your reel and through your rings you get to swivel on top of that and then either a snap link or another swivel to attach the trace line on again about three foot is about a good kind of length for, for the thornback ray rigs and now if you want to put one hook about two inches down same system you just double up on what you was going to do before with a single hook so what you would put in effect is from your first trace line down a little bit by two or three inches you would have a swivel trapped with beads and crimps um, or bait stops if you line stops if you prefer to keep that swivel nice and tight your hook length would then go down your first hook length to above your next swivel so then above your next swivel you would put another bait clip and that would be fixed there with a bead either side and that means that the top hook snood can just hook in above the second snood down and with the second snood down again same principle make sure that you cut that to the length which hooks on the bait clip just above your weight and basically that's a two hook pin down paternoster and you won't go far wrong with that keeps it all nice and tidy and you've got two hooks out there which you can actually fish with quite nicely now your hooks size when you're ray fishing don't really need to be above 1.0 to 3.0 because as i say they haven't got a huge mouth and you don't want a hook that's too big and can't get in the ray's mouth so hook size 1.0 to 3.0 would be appropriate and possibly again you know make sure the hook point's not too cluttered because you're going to want to clip that down especially if you're going to use a clip down casting rig but also a panel rig can be good same 
principle, same setup with the rigs, same distance, same clip downs as we spoke about earlier, but you can add a panel rig. That allows you to put sand eels on and maybe some small fish baits like blueies, bit of mackerel, and present it a little bit better on the seabed. Uh, all in all, a 1.0 to 3.0 hook is plenty. You don't want to go any bigger than that for the ray it's a waiting game with ray i tend to sort of cast out a little bit more regular than i do with normal fishing because we know that ray are optimistic fish they tend to see a bait smell a bait and catch it as it goes past their nose quite lazy really um, but they do move around they sit for a while then they move a while so the likelihood is you need to leave it between each cast i'd say half an hour i tend to give that and then see what's happening with that the bites tend to be quite big don't forget they're a very wide fish so if they bury themselves in the sand you really can get a bit of a problem reeling these beasts in so what i would say is when you've got a take and it's likely to be a ray keep the rod tip up quite high therefore pointing the ray's nose up as you as you can as high as you can reel in steady don't go crazy reeling them in because they are a strong fish um if you think how strong a soul is times that by 150 then you know you can see how strong muscles the ray can have to flap about in the water to give you hell they also turn around a lot and they turn on their side and so they go heavy all of a sudden and they'll lighten up again so it is a little bit i always akin it to reeling in a dustbin lid is uh, the way i tend to uh, <laughs> describe reeling in a ray now they live for about 15 years uh, they can grow quite big up to 20 pounds averagely speaking they're probably likely to be um around about an average of six pound five pound you can get 10 pound ones you know they do go up to quite big um as they get mature um but they are a fish that you need to persevere with and um you can eat the wings um, people tend to eat the wings as skate wings i'm not a particular lover of that but uh, they're great fun to fish for great nighttime fish and they're one of those fish that once you put your bait on, you know you're going to be ray fishing because you've got you've got sand eel on and you've got some crab on and you've got maybe some even a small flatfish if you can get them uh, are great baits but that bait can also tempt bass it can certainly tempt dogfish so you know in amongst the dogfish and even the smooth hound they all like a similar diet so you might find when you're ray fishing you'll pull in a couple of dogfish and uh, maybe a smooth hound before you actually find the ray but if they're out there you will catch them and uh, they're widespread around the UK mostly really in the southeast around up into Essex is a good ray fishing area um, into East Anglia as good Chesil Beach the south uh, southwest not quite so good for ray until you start going up around the Welsh coast and then they start picking up in numbers again um, but they are out there they're a good fish to catch and they are becoming quite a popular fish to catch now because as i say there seems to be an abundance of them out there and it is the right time to catch them as well you're looking now uh, sort of april may june july perfect time for nighttime ray fishing so good luck with that um i hope you catch some and that's our species uh, feature for this week's rodcast good luck with that i hope you catch some 
And that's all we've got time for. Times beat us again on this week's broadcast. But thank you for joining us. Do hope you've enjoyed us. And I hope I've helped you go some way to catching some of those rays off of the beaches around the UK. And I hope I've lit your life up with our Tackle on Test feature. Join us again next week for more fishing information. And don't forget to tell your mates to make a date with the broadcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.